Welcome to RenovatingRichesRadio.com With your hosts, Dennis Rodriguez and Ricardo Rosales The show where we talk about turning rags into riches We are not responsible if this is not work for you. Read the fine print notes. Do not believe a word we say. Results may vary depending on how much self-education and due diligence you do. This is only for the action takers and serves as entertainment. So, okay. So, what was the question? So, last week. Nah, last hour. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing the same shirt from last week. Yeah, yeah. Luke does not shower. We're mm. on the second part of uh, our interview with Luke Wong. Um, Which, by the way, man, I never thank him for for coming over to the show, and you know, we just started and just hit it off, right? So, yes. thank you for being here, Luke. Uh, no, we appreciate your time. I know you're busy. No, thank um, you guys for for inviting me. And um, but, anyways, we were talking on 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 the last section or episode number one yeah, of Luke episode. of Uncle Luke is it Uncle Luke? His Uncle Luke, really? Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Luke. Luke. Uh, my friends call me Uncle. Hey, Uncle. Uncle so. Luke. So where did that came? Well, I know I'm. This is another question inside the question, but um, where did that came from? I, I, I don't know. Uncle Luke. I just uh, maybe a couple may of friends just started calling me. They didn't even call me Uncle Luke. They just called me Uncle. Maybe he looks like <laughs> like an uncle, you know. Someone's uncle, yeah. Know. But anyway, so uh, on the last section, Luke was talking about how he invested in education to cash in, and then went to work literally mm -hmm. and then got his money back and then what 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 was it uh what was afterwards uh for luke oh and and just implementing implementing and, and marketing i mean i, I uh, started doing a lot of mailers which i had did myself here and there but then i started focusing on targeting certain criteria and sending more of it and then i was um doing driving for dollars and i've I was able to, again, I'm, I'm talking like, a, you know, five mile radius right, just right, by right. my around, house. Around the house, around the house. So I was able to capitalize on some some pretty deep deals, on good deals, where, um, you know, otherwise, I, if I waited for the wholesalers, th those would have never never happened. Never showed up. Um, or I would have paid twice. Can you describe your driving for dollars process for those people that don't have idea what we're talking about when you say driving for dollars? <clears throat> Or well, in, or in your case, yeah. walking for dollars, maybe. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. cycling for dollars. You <laughs> know, hey, I need to lose some weight. How about I get on my bike and go cycle to look for dollars? Yeah, know, I'm a, my orange bike. If anybody's seen my orange bike, but no, back then I, I was it was mostly driving. Um, well, I, I take a different way home, or I'll just carve out half hour, hour, and just go through. If I have a rehab going on one street, I'm combing through that the whole neighborhood mm -hmm. i have my sign up front saying it's coming soon but i buy other houses man you just gave me a good idea what get with a bunch of uber drivers and said hey man uh if you see a house that it's vacant or you could just like mailmen but mailmen are not supposed to because yeah the government i mean employees the, the mailman the mailman is working for the government right so yes. he's got a corporate job if you will but uber they're they're self-employed And even though they, they're, or I'm going to say Uber or Lyft or whatever, but they are eyes on the road all the time. So mm -hmm. we might need to get into those networks then is to, to kind of like get some of those people. Oh, to, yeah. I, I, I can tell you all about Uber and Lyft too, if you want me to. That's a, that's a, that's something you're implementing now or now or later. It's up to you. 
You see? No, Joe I Benton. Thought, okay. Uh, dude, I, I thought it was a great idea, and now Luke is saying, hey, we can talk about over. You're over late. Me. I'm <laughs> late. I came late to the party, All right. Man. So, so <laughs> I, I've, I've taken Uber, you know, here, New York, Boston, wherever. You know, it, I didn't know about it until, um, you know, a year, few years ago. So then, um, you know, I'll tell Uber drivers, you know, what I do, give them a card, and find out – what they do because it's kind of interesting and right. a lot of them are um you know professionals that just do it for extra, extra money well yeah, extra money one but also just because they like meeting people right or like i've heard uh, another one I didn't they don't want to be at home with their wives <laughs> uh, that could be hey man you have no idea how many couples are out there are not happy with each other and you know what it's better off to be out there making money anyways driving a car than to be dealing with the person you don't want to deal with all day, right? Yeah, exactly. and then um, picking up other people's wives, right? Hey, oh, 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 hey experience is showing up here. Nah, nah he's not no, doing that. No, 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 respect, no, not at all. Um, so uh, you find out some of these, and one guy's, uh, I didn't meet somebody. One of my cousins had said, um, "Yeah, I take he takes Uber because he goes to university. He doesn't have a car here. He's from uh, overseas." He goes, yeah, there's this one guy that comes all the time. And one guy, he also, he drives a Tesla. as an older guy. He has nothing to do. He's just, he goes, I just, I'm bored. Um, so, I mean, there you go. That might be a private lender for you right there. You, um, <laughs> now, now I'm thinking, I'll tell you the story. Go ahead. Then Sorry. I, I had another guy. He picked me up in a brand, brand, brand new Lexus. I had to drop my car to the shop or something. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm in um, oil and gas, but you know, on my way home, sometimes I'll just turn anything on and just to uh, meet, meet, meet people. Um, Not to drive along, get stuck in traffic, right? Like, because if, if you're commuting. No, but maybe if he's on oil and gas, like doing the rotations, the weeks that he's online, then he Ubers. No, this guy is working at an office or something like that on his way from the office home. Oh, okay. He's just picking people up and networking. Yeah, yeah, I th yeah, yeah. It was, it was probably... That time was uh, it was probably around a five six ish that that particular yeah. instance, so I'm um, thinking I let him know. Then I'm thinking, man, I'm driving so much. What do you got to do to be an Uber driver? Sign up. So I looked at it it's like nothing. It didn't really you know application show proof of insurance blah blah blah. So I'm like, let me I'll just sign up. If I use it, great. If not, you Whatever. know at least yeah. I have it. Exactly. Um, so I mean these these last few weeks I mean my wife and my my kids have been have been traveling while we're in a in a moving transition, so I mean I have a lot of time to I mean I'm doing focusing on the business, but um, so some, when I'm driving neighborhoods, I'll turn the thing on and you know, it's it's interesting I picked up a few people met some great people learned some neighborhoods that I've never would even think about going to or not because. They're bad or, or anything else, but um, you just didn't know about them. No, dude. and some commercial areas, I'm like, man, when did this bar show up? I don't go out as much anymore, but I'm like, man, that's a cool place. But um, and then I, you know, dropped them off in the neighborhood. I'm like, hey, well, anything for sale around here? What's going on? You know, um, nothing's capitalized yet, but again, I just did it. And yeah, but you're throwing you're I'm, throwing fishing hooks out there, right? And eventually, oh, yeah. one of them is gonna start getting strong. And well, well, yeah, think, I'm, I'm, think of it. If I'm, I'm driving around neighborhoods anyway, looking at properties. properties. Um, if I, I pick up a person, I turn it on. 
you know, sometimes I'll get a beep or not. But it's usually somebody in that neighborhood. One, they know that neighborhood. Two, they're paying for my gas. Three, I'm, I'm being able to pitch my story while they're in the back of my seat. And then I give them a card. And then, um, boom. I mean... Yeah, you and then it's it. five minutes later, ten minutes later. I just keep on doing my thing, and yeah, hey, so um, if you know somebody under stress or whatever, you know, going through a divorce or inherited a property or maybe something vacant or whatever, tell them to give me a call or maybe give me the address, and you know, yeah, and it, I mean, it, you have somebody in that neighborhood. Yeah, you got eyes, eyes on the ground. So. Yeah, and then some. I'll get hey, yeah. Uh, so tell me about that. Tell, they ask me more about it. I'm saying, well, mm-hmm. yeah, just call me. We can talk more about it, but. um yeah, it's gonna pay off. I'll, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna record it when it pays off. So I'll, I'll show it to you. <laughs> you, you got fishing lines out right now, which is the yeah. important thing, because you know, throwing the hooks is. A- and and listening to Luke's uh, story, maybe you don't remember Ricardo, but when we went to Fort Lauderdale back in November, I think. Remember October. October. Yes. Remember we took an Uber from the hotel to that bar place. I don't right. know. We gave the uh, driver. The driver guy was uh, stressed because oh, I can't remember his story. But we gave him his uh, our card and say, "Hey, if you find a house, we'll pay your referral fee." Yeah, and he was pretty excited about it. So, so yeah, we have we have done some Uber marketing, some Uber yeah. fishing. <laughs> yeah. So maybe next time you can just say, hey, "Can I stick this on your back seat, my little sign?" Yeah, yeah. Huh? How much? How much do I have to pay you every month? So you no, keep my- you just say, "Ooh, this is a good idea. Maybe I shouldn't share this." No, you know, oh, the shit. reality is uh, I, this is what I heard from another wholesaler. What they're doing is they're putting, uh, um, they're talking to people in neighborhoods. Yeah. And they said, can I put my phone number and and my branding in your car with a yeah. sticker? Yeah. And, and basically they get like a core rail number or something like that to, yeah. in, in order yeah. to track yeah. Yeah. where the call came from. Yeah. And if they close on a deal, then they pay the, the, yeah. the driver an so, amount of money. Yeah, for, they don't for, pay the rent. It's per deal. It's if per I make deal. money, you make money. That's right. But otherwise, I'm not going to pay you a fixed flat rate. No, right? Yeah, correct. That's good ideas. Yeah. And oh, that's what this show's about. <laughs> not, it's not costing him anything. It costs you a little bit to put the sticker on there for him. Right. So, look, uh, how how has the wholesaling, or, or not the wholesaling, your marketing So, how been? do you transition into wholesaling? Oh, wait, let me, let, me, let, me, let me just plug myself real quick. Also, I'll, I'll give uh, Uber or Lyft referral codes so if you guys join up, I'll get a little something. You get a little something. So that's right. Yeah. That's what or, I'm talking. Uh, and you're gonna sign up for it anyways, so yeah. you might as well save a little something. Well, if good if, reviews. <laughs> if you wanna sign up for Uber or Lyft, just give Luke a call and he'll he'll tell you how to do it and maybe. Or I'll put a link in my my website, LukeBuys.com, and then I'll put something under under affiliates because I'm starting to uh, affiliate. I'm buying a lot of stuff for my new house, so. I'm starting to look at different ways where I get discounts or or affiliate. So it gets exp- it gets expensive, man. When you start like putting new furniture and oh, buying yeah. new things, oh yeah, buying buying everything and just moving, you know. With them, you move and you say, well, maybe I don't want this furniture anymore. It's old or whatever. I want to change it and doesn't look uh, that nice in the new house. Or, uh, I don't want to see this furniture in the new house for because whatever reasons, you know, you kind of like get the attached from the old one. And anyways, so okay. How do you go to wholesaling? How do you get into the wholesaling? I mean, you, you started getting too many properties for yourself. No, okay. So, 2015, fast forward September, I uh, th- I had two two properties that were selling around five hundred thousand. Uh, nice properties, close to my house, 
all totally redone. That was when the oil jobs starting drying out. Drying out. So I then, remember I got fired. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. That's the best day of your life, though, yeah, huh? Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I celebrated it like you have no idea. And by the time I left that building, I probably mentioned this in every single show, I got on my car, got on West Park Tollway, headed to Katy, that's where I live, and said, I will never work for anybody else ever again in my entire life. I have, I, I didn't, I was not mad at the company. I was not mad at the economy. I was not, I was just mad at myself that I held on to a corporate work job for so long, you know? So, anyways, it's about so you. No know. more, no more bosses, huh? No. I see you wearing that, a ring. I say you wearing a ring, though. That's she's outside. Yeah, she's, that, she's, that's the boss. That's the boss. <laughs> or, <laughs> or someone said yes to the. Oh, Barry was saying the double sob. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so anyways, the the market started shifting oil and gas and yeah. So you know things that were selling in like a week, um, were turning into months. Yeah, and, holding uh, costs on a $500,000 home are not... Not fun. Not, they're not, not fun. Not fun at all. So one, I mean, I, I, I sold them both. One, one, you know, I held probably, i say a good three months at least. Um, and I probably missed the market on that one, like maybe two months because the house down the same street sold for a good amount of money. And it was it was updated like a few years ago. So mine was brand new. And I was like, well, okay, well, I can should be able to get a little bit more. But those few months made a huge difference. And then another one that was close to my house that sold in five days, so that was that was okay. But at the same time, the market has fallen. That market is falling. That, yeah, that particular price range. Yes, exactly. because that is that that's a particular buyer. It's the oil and gas guy that's got money, you know. Yeah. Good job. Two fifties yeah. and under, I think, right. was still was still good. Um, then we had the two floods. Oh, that was horrible. Come in the area. None of my stuff got flooded, but the, the whole neighborhood took a hit. Um, then I got I got sick, so I had some health issues. Um, stress? No, no stress. It just, no, <laughs> no. That was well. I guess stress is always it's, stress. Just, will add up uh, onto that because if you yeah. got houses on under your belt and now your market is getting hit all kinds of different directions, you know, yeah. layoffs. Oil field market change. Now you got floods. What else is gonna happen here? Uh, you yeah, know, no. so, 2016 was a tough, tough time for my me and my family. Um, and then my, my dad passed in 2016. Um, so 2016 was really a rough, rough transitioning, starting over. Um, so rocked uh, your life. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's for those that don't know, it, it's something that I would have never never have imagined or planned for or anything. And then that that's also, to, um, you know, while I'm had my health issues, my dad passed, business stopped. So that's something else I learned. So that's I'm growing my team, automating, putting systems in, because you know I I did pretty much everything. Yeah, you were a woman show. Uh, yeah, my dad was pretty much semi-retired. He kind of showed up, did what he wants to. But, I, I mean, I, I did everything, made all the decisions. Um, uh, so that's another thing that, that I'm, you know, continuously working on. So we, we've relocated. We sold my house. We were reloc re relocating to uh, just east of the Heights. So in between this, uh, 
transition area. Rearranging. When yeah, you're yeah. Rearranging. Rearranging. I'm 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 focusing on wholesaling. Um, now why wholesaling? And I like for you to explain that because I can relate to you a lot. Uh, yeah. From the only thing I probably haven't done is the land acquisition. Um, but I've done a lot of flips, a lot of rehabs. I still do them. But I don't understand the difference now in between one and the other one. I don't want to be the one explaining it. Why Luke says, you know what? I'm going to go jumping into wholesaling big time. Well, yeah. Well, the market won because it's still, I feel personally, it's a little soft for that, that same price range. I know other investors I know that have um, slowed down on their rehabbing in that price range. Some people that have been foreclosed on uh, during that time frame because you know things in the heights were selling for seven eight hundred thousand. They're borrowing hard money, holding that for six months. It's upside down. But then they gotta go pay that uh, the six month fee on the hard money, yeah. which on a loan like that is probably a lot of money. Uh, yeah. You know the renewal fee for the for the loan because those loans are only good for six months. If you're looking l using the local lenders, yeah, uh, they all got the same pretty much rules and regulations or whatever. Then, uh, I mean, like I went to the tax auction just to check it out again for a few months ago because I haven't been in a while, and I see one of my uh, the, a guy that I've loaned money before, and hey, what are you doing here? He goes, I'm foreclosing on some stuff, and I see. See some of the names. I, I I recognize some of these names. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, wow. Anyway, so I know wholesaling is, is and, and, and that's unfortunate because um, that's people that have had success in the past, and now they're going through tough times. But just because the market, their market shifted. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're focused on all these high dollar properties and and that's the risk, right? You know, yeah, that is the risk of being an entrepreneur. Pe people, no, not only entrepreneur, but what I'm saying is that people might think, okay, so if you can make eighty, a hundred, one hundred fifty thousand dollars renovating higher end houses, then why would you even think about doing the 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 less expensive properties? And it's because of risk. You mm -hmm. know, higher price properties, higher price rehabs carry higher risk yes so when you do a smaller house yeah you might only be making 30 forty thousand dollars on a flip but you can be almost safe that that property is gonna sell because or you, rent or rent because you have a bigger market right you know yeah, yeah. a lot more people can afford a hundred fifty thousand house than people can afford a five hundred six hundred thousand dollar house and, th and that's where i so, market I, I that's my market that's a cookie cutter market. The people that I flip houses for are the tenants are happy with the houses they're getting because they're getting laminate flooring, granite countertops. I'm not so worried about maybe attending the high dollar market because they are more demanding. Uh, they want to have the blue stone brought out of Morocco or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no. And, and again, you have it's a trade, right? So high risk. High returns. Now you can cash in big. You sell one of those houses, you make a hundred grand, hundred fifty grand. But you don't sell it in three weeks. Seventy-five, you know. And, and in today's market, we got an oil field downturn that is still ongoing because it has not come back yet. Um, I still got a lot of friends unemployed, and you know, or trying to do something else because now it's they're up to the point to where they're like. I need to do something else. Yeah, I went to a meeting last night, and a couple guys were in there. Where yeah, I, I, I'm. Oil and gas, and, and I lost my job. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it's still it's still happening. So the wholesaling to me was um, good, and because the risk is is low, um, you, you you can still get pretty 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 fat payouts. Not all of them, um, but compared to the risk. But then you'll also be able to keep the ones you want to keep and re renovate the ones you want to renovate. Um, and because, get paid quicker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get paid, get paid quicker. And it's just, again, it, it's. Um, I am going to start renovating and probably do new builds and apartments. You know, at, at at a later date, and probably just in the next couple of months, once I move, I will. Um, once you're settled in. Yeah, I'm going to focus again five miles from my house to to. It's a transitioning area. I'm going to uh, probably renovate, and I'm going to try some new builds in that area because. That, that, and you know, I think uh, that's a pretty good thing you're doing. Where you're moving into areas where they're in transitioning, and you're yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't have to drive far." He wants uh, to be part. He wants to be of that transition yes. and that community. And it's easier for him to go tackle deals uh, because they're like five minutes away. There, you know. and I can physically ride my bike to some of these. Um, His, your orange bike. Yeah, my orange bike looking for houses. Um, we'll have to see that orange hey, bike. Hey, that orange, orange bike was $100 less. Oh, well, yeah. Just wow. because of the color. Wow, really? And, you and negotiated it, huh? Yeah. No, it's, uh, I think they just put it on sale because it's orange. Wow. But yeah, but you can see me coming a mile away. It's so safer. It's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if it's orange, people will see you. That, that's one of my favorite colors anyway, so hey. There you go. Know. Really? You Let go. me oh, see. Well, I'll sell orange. you full price then. How about that? Yeah. I'll, I'll pay retail. Or, or right? extra. Yeah. <laughs> It's a perk for you. Uh, that 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 bike has got more uh, value because it's been used for wholesaling. So uh, we need yeah. we yeah. need to put a picture of uh, Luke's orange bike here uh, in the uh, video. We'll uh, try to get one in it and add it. Yeah, and, and also I'll I think uh, the difference in between wholesaling and flipping is the speed of money. Right? Um, you can wholesale something and make money in two or three weeks, maybe a week in some cases. Um, where you make a quick five thousand, three thousand, ten thousand, whatever the wholesale assignment fees, as opposed to the flip. In the flip, you might take you two, three, four, five months. You know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, in my case, it takes me a year um, because it takes me so long to flip a house. But it's because I'm doing a lot of volume, and 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 now I'm like out of people that you know that I that I can trust to go and. And do these fix-ups, but the speed of money on wholesaling is complete is a complete different animal. Yeah, I think where I see where do you see people like wholesalers that because not all, not all the wholesalers are going to last. You got people that come in, they do a couple of deals, they put a couple of properties on their contract, they make a good they make good checks, but then they just vanish, they disappear, they don't, you know, they're not consistent, you know, they, they or or they inconsistent their inconsistency takes them away. But where, in your experience, where do you see people failing at wholesaling? Well, that's one big one, consistency. Another one is not taking it as a business um, and not just not planning. Or, I mean, this is something I'm also starting to do is tracking my metrics. Yeah. Um, I'm still just really tweaking that and planning to put 
more systems. Your scorecard, basically. You're you're doing more scorecarding. Yeah, yeah. We know the same yeah. same people. We got the talking. same mentor. We got the same mentor. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Uh, that's a good thing to say. You know, KIPs and all. Yeah, KPIs. Yeah, KPIs. Sorry, I, KPIs. See? This is an engineer. I, I keep that does not want to know what a KPI means. He can't spell. He can't spell. But he <laughs> you can, know, he's a civil engineer, right? He can, <laughs> so, he can do numbers. But yeah, he, he can do numbers. <laughs> he can negotiate properties. He can do marketing campaigns. But when it comes to KPIs, I can do development drawings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how I start. <laughs> with a guy like I'm, like your uncle was yeah. our main client and anyway that's another topic oh, oh cool cool um and putting in systems and uh you know just um running it like a business budgeting and, and keep on uh going and and just fine-tuning that sucker fine-tuning it and changing with with the market and um being having integrity and keeping relationships with your buyers and your sellers yes and you know just in it you, ne- yeah, you, can't, just, ju- you can't just be loosely in it you got to be in it yeah trading as a business i mean we, we go back to the same thing that uh some people just go through this path thinking oh it's like a hobby you know i like doing it uh on my spare time and that's what might work but at some point if you I, I, really I can it. work from my phone full time. Don't need an office, maybe, or or you know, uh, there is people that got systems to where they don't need an office or a warehouse or whatever. They just go meet at a at a local restaurant or a cafe Starbucks or, or, or a Starbucks yeah. or something. They 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 meet with their team there, but they're treating it as a business still because mm-hmm. they're saying, hey, ten o'clock in the morning Monday, we're gonna meet at the Starbucks or we're gonna yeah. meet at so and so restaurant. And we're going to lay out all our numbers and we're going to make sure everything is working. And then, boom, everybody goes home because they all work from home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they got they got good people, though, too. They keep yeah, yeah, the ones that are in line with that. Other ones they, you know, get rid of. Exactly. So um, so you're you're implementing systems. Um, you're implementing score scorekeeping on, on your deals and your, yes. and your leads and all of that. And I think that's where most wholesalers fail mm-hmm. is that uh, that's my opinion. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm right or I'm wrong. It's just my opinion. Um, do not believe a word I say. <laughs> it's just my experience. Verify, verify. Yeah, very always verify. But I think that they come in, they they put money in marketing, they get some properties, they cash in, they go buy a Rolex. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, they don't reinvest in the they, company. They go, they go get a new car. They go get a new car, get on a big payment, or maybe buy a new house, get a big payment. And then what happens to the business? They didn't put more money into marketing. They didn't follow up with a consistency on marketing. They didn't mail their letters or postcards every four or seven weeks or however, whatever their their timekeeping is for for those mailers. They didn't change areas. You can't stay in the same area forever because people are just going to get bored of your marketing. So that's where I see people being inconsistent. Uh, It's on... But how do you do it? Well, guys, this is you gotta reinvent this business every other month. <laughs> Literally, you know? You can stay in one area for six months and like milk it as much as you can. Cause sometimes I found out that in the month number seven or eight is when the leads are coming in. Yeah. Or the contracts are coming in. Not the leads, but the contracts. And you're like, man, and con- letters that we mailed four months ago that we didn't mail anymore. Yeah. Now they're calling. Yeah, they keep it. They hold on to they, it. Yeah. They hold on to it. So what is your experience with because I, you've been more involved uh in the houston area with the networks that we have we 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 are 
we are the outsiders, <laughs> if you will. We're out, you know, we're out here in Brewshire, man. We're flipping houses in areas where nobody thinks about, you know. Um, Not yet. Up in the sticks. Yeah. Well, you know what? The reality is, man, I'm willing. I'm willing personally. Dennis and I and, and, and the rest of our partners, we're willing to do things other people are not. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is drive an hour and a half and flip a house. Yeah. That's not easy. No. Uh, managing remote projects like that, you know, and because and, and, you can't really, if you got a problem, it takes you an hour and a half to get yeah. there. In the sticks. Exactly. They're in the sticks and or in the other side of town, uh, you know. So Houston is so big. You know, we live in Katy and in Brookshire, and, and we pick up a house in Port Arthur, trying to manage that thing over there. You know, that's mm. two hours from here. You go. Your turn to go. Exactly. So <laughs> it was like, who wants to go? And everybody looks at each other like, eh. <laughs> You know, that's kind of like going to San Antonio. For us, it would be the same thing. Yeah, pretty um, much. <laughs> so what is your experience, Luke, with other, not yours particularly, like in your case, but in other cases that you see people maybe failing or other than the systems or whatever, um, just so people that are watching or listening get an idea uh, of what they need to avoid to to stay in this business. Well, you know, I, just from what I observed, and again, I'm not perfect, just what I see. It's your experience, like, like yeah, I said, do not believe a word we say. Yeah, don't believe <laughs> anything we say. Um, and that, that's another point to bring up. A, a, a lot of people are not willing to do the little extra step it takes from the average person. And when the times get a little bit tighter, that's what needs to be done because the average Joe is going to quit yeah. at doing this. Whether it be I need to go one more street over, then I'll, you know, don't just do what everybody else will um, is going to do. Try to just, you got it in you. Just mm-hmm. Do a little bit more, right? Okay. What What do you think, Dennis? What, you know, on your experience, um, what do you think people quit or? Because this is a great business. I believe it's a great business. It can make, yeah. it can make a lot of difference in people's quality of life. Um, you know, I, I think one thing that you know people don't easily get used to because it's very very hard to get used to. It's the inconsistency of money. You know. Um, when you when you work corporate world, you know that check is coming every two weeks or you know the thirtieth and the fifteenth of every month, however where you get paid, or even weekly. Um, when you start doing wholesaling or any other business for that matter, money doesn't come like clockwork. You know, money money's not there. The check is not gonna show up this day of the month. You go through some periods of time where there's no money coming in and then you go through periods where you get a lot of money coming in and that inconsistency can drive some people crazy yes Uh, if you don't have the mindset if you have not created that you know that uh, hard shell because you have to you know (laughs) you have to create that to protect yourself from from the ups and downs ups and downs so that's very hard for some people. Some people can't can deal with it, and they just say, "You know what? I'm I'm going back to a regular job where I can get paid and know when I'm gonna get paid and pay my bills and 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 you know that's part of being an entrepreneur, part of wholesaling. You never know exactly when the next check is gonna come. And in. then you think that you think your 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 buyer is gonna go close on a house Friday, and you th- oh I'm gonna get my five grand or ten grand or twenty grand whatever. 
and then and something, something happens. happens and he can't close until two more Fridays, you know, and you're or, like, or close at all or close at all. That's right. He's backing out because of whatever, or maybe his lending fell through or, or his uncle freaking passed away and now he needs to pay for the funeral and the money he was using to get into the property was the yeah. funeral money. I mean, there's things that happen that you're like, I can't believe this is happening to me today. Yeah. Um, the thing that I guess the way to overcome that is to do volume. You got to do volume. If you don't know, if you're only living on one deal or two deals, you're going to starve to death. And, and, and we've noticed that, trust me, we had sometimes we have more month at the end of our money. Uh, and it was the re the reason why is because we didn't have consistent deals coming through. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is not the case right now. We, we're getting a lot of leads. We're getting a lot of properties under contract. But for that, we had to go invest more in the business than mm -hmm. in ourselves. Mm -hmm. When I mean ourselves is buying ourselves a new Rolex or buying the new car or maybe, yeah. you know, taking that extra vacation that we were supposed to be taking or whatever. We're like, okay, hold on a second. We can, maybe we can put into the business for a couple of years more money instead of putting it on me mm -hmm. or, or, or us or, or whatever. Um, because you might be able to take out a bigger chunk later on. That is correct. And step back even further. That is correct. And also doing uh, trusting other people because, you know, I guess you know you can do it right. You know that if you oh. go and you go negotiate the property, you can get it under contract. You know if you follow through with the title company, things are going to happen. You know you can go get this, the buyer and, you know, but you're one trick pony. And then... Next thing you know, or we are one trick ponies, because I'm not going to get myself out of the equation. Uh, most one of the things that I keep uh, or my ourselves, me and Dennis probably uh, are harder for us is to send someone else to negotiate the property, because we know that if we get in front of that seller, we're walking away with a contract. Um, our closing ratio is high. It's higher than a lot of other people I've met. I've, I, I know people that, or I've heard of people that they go to 10 appointments a week to good properties that they, they potentially can put them under contract, but they're only getting one or one or two or, or maybe nothing. If we go to 10 appointments on a week, seven of them are under contract. I mean, that is just, and on our terms. Mm. So for me to, it's been hard for me to let go of saying. You, you still carry, you still carrying that glock? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I actually got two, and then I, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but the the thing is, it's uh, we we mastered the negotiation process with the seller, and we did that by focusing on their problems, not our problems. You know, our problems are money. We mm -hmm. need ten thousand, twenty thousand fast because we need to put more marketing. Mm -hmm. We need to feed ourselves with you know food or whatever, pay bills and all of that. We completely forget about that as soon as we stepped inside of a house and now it's all about how can we help you um, so we've managed to to be successful at that so we got an acquisitions manager now that we we were, were hiring uh, we're in the process of getting on board you probably met the guy before he's been around Houston and um, mm, okay and um, I'm gonna make sure he tags along with us so he can learn our system and, and the way we do things that way he's successful at it Sure. Uh, but that to me is like, I think about it every day because it's hard for me to let go. No, I, same here. I'm learning. I'm struggling with that too, and, and trying to improve on that every day, and trying to grow and and delegate and let go. It, um, yeah, it's 
I think a so, lot of people have that that, that same uh, issue. So so where's where's look and lookbuys.com where where are you going next, you know? But what? before you answer, we're going to go ahead and take a break so we can save the answer for the third and last episode. All right, so we'll see Five you in a break. We'll episode see you next week three. at next episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to wear the same shirt. He's going to be wearing the same <laughs> shirt and so are we. Thank you for listening and watching RenovatingRichesRadio.com. Find us and give us a like and five-star review on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and any other social network you can find us.